Hello, everyone, mm -hmm. and welcome to okay, the yes. season finale of Tabula Rasa. I'm Anna Rodriguez. I'm the director, and with me is the lovely writer, Jack Kalk. Hello. Hello. Just the two of us this month, as um, Dave helped us with the last episode, and Paul with the previous one, so I could work on this one um, and get us caught up on the production end. So it's just me and Jack, just like in the beginning of the season. Very yes, as I said earlier, we are before the commentary, well, which you wouldn't we'll have heard. Is uh, we're we're beginning. There we're ending. I'm just gonna stop. We are ending the way we started. Girl, you know. Yes, nice little uh, circle for our season. Um, in which Jack tries to kill me because, ladies and gentlemen, there are 26 scenes in this episode. 26 <laughs> scenes. Uh, but they all occur in this in like similar look. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, no, the interesting was, because I usually, when I mix, I separate the scenes into their own session files. And this time, because there are so many darn scenes, I actually grouped the scenes by location. Ah. So it kind of made mixing a little easier on that end. I might do that in the future. Who knows? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, in this scene, we've got, um, we saw David Alt as the voicemail, and Mark Zirakor as Lucas Cameron, on top of Chris and Chris playing Lakeisha and Raphael. Yes. I believe that was the first time you've hummed this song. You always do the end credits. It is, it is I know, but there's there's enough Karina in this episode that I feel the need that I should do that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and kind of going back to earlier episodes, um, I... Again, I didn't score the first scene because I want this to be the first piece of music you hear. Mm -hmm. And we'll go, we'll discuss it when we get to the final scene as to why I brought in this song again for the final scene. Sounds but good. We will get there. Um, also, this will be the last time you hear uh, this monologue unless you go back and listen to season one because we will be, uh, in the style of Dixie, we will be debuting a new opening monologue with the second season. Mm hmm. All of it is. Also, also, because it kind of no longer applies after the event of last episode. Right. Tabula Rasa. Season one. So, what's the uh, story behind the the title there, Jack? Oh, Good and Bad Angels is another David <laughs> David Copperfield chapter title. Um, there's so, a lot of them. This so, show. full full circle in more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> When I, when I can't think of a title that I really like, I'll just go back into David Copperfield and be like, hmm. I look, allowed, I look around me and form a resolution. Can't really do that. Too long. But this works. All right. So here, unfortunately, Rick Wolf had to step down. But graciously, Jared Page um, has stepped up for the role of Richard Montague. And it's we're so sad that he can only be around for one episode but he did do a great job so thank you again jared okay. for stepping into the role what have we got yes um if i remember correctly i believe jared was on our short list um when we were first casting the show yeah so um it was it was nice to have him so graciously step up to um, give montague a goodbye mm -hmm. and of course we've got cat i know about the security risk but the reprising her role yes cat pride playing jesse cesare Excuse me, Senator, I have to tell um, Mont Montague is kind of obvious, really blatant Romeo and Juliet reference, which makes it very clear that I conceived the show when I was 16. 
But um, Jesse's is a little is also a uh, literary reference, uh, Shakespearean reference. If you want to go back and see what's going on there, that's your right. Um, and and later on, I'll reveal what that reference is. But right now, it seems a little premature. Alrighty then. Um. So yay, we've got the hospital room, and we've got Susan Bridges as Jane, and Lincoln as Dr. Eliza Finch. Yes, scene four, and we're finally meeting the main character. Yes, um, something I did a little different in this episode than I have in the past, again, because we had so many scenes, but so many taking place in the same location. I have several songs that they not necessarily repeat, but you hear the same song, but different parts of it in the different scenes. So when it comes to this hospital room, you hear the same piece of song again, but just a different part of the song. And this is uh, Follow the Road by Josh Woodward. Have I mentioned how awesome it is that Josh Woodward is a person that exists? Yes. I just, I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And I believe, with the exception of the music sting from... Uh, the news report, all the songs from this episode are, are Woodward. Mm-hmm. Um, well, with the exception of Karina's songs, but you know. Yeah, and Mile 96 as well. Yes. And thank you, Corson Bremer, as Kristen Holdridge. You're like really low build every episode, but you're in pretty much every episode. We love having you around. He is excellent as a reporter. He's a, his voice is awesome. Mm-hmm. Someone hire this guy. Give him, give him a paying job. Yes. Uh, excellent. You may live. The original lines were, you better be joking, your life depends on it. Because we were at this point here where I'm like, oh, I'll write this the way Pete would ad-lib it. And then, of course, Pete just takes it to a whole other level. With you may live. Yes. Oh, yeah, with both lines. The reference to the prostitution ring was... Um, just the, an original plan for season two before I decided we were going to go in a different direction was um, that we would be handling the mob in a prostitution ring. Um, but that's because an original concept for Tabula Rasa was OH season will deal with a different thing of organized crime. Uh, you know, this first season would have been gang war. Second season would be, you know, the mob. Third season would have been, I don't know. Actually, I do know. But um, <laughs> we're going to be moving the third season villains up to the second season. Ah. Tonight. Um, whom we've met already. But yeah. Great. Okay, look. Uh, I and we've got Mindy Raskinen as Sanvi McGrath. Yes. Then may I ask why you're calling me? Sounding her usual unpleasant self to Clark. <laughs> yes. Um, fortunately, we get a lot of Sanvi this episode, which is good because we're going to get a lot of Sanvi in this show. So you get you get a, like a nice range of somebody because with Clark she's clearly not on her best behavior at least of what it sounds like but when she when we when she meets Walker she kind of tones it down a little bit which is nice seeing another side to her and also the, I love the Wrigley sounds yay they're they're muffled because we're in a box um, yes sir. But I just I can't resist making the Cubs play well because they don't otherwise. Right, right. I was really hoping this season. I was like, yes, yes, they can do it. And nobody moved. All of you. Dun dun dun. Just who the hell do you think you are? We've got 
Dave Morgan busting down the door like a badass. <laughs> yes. He is not in the it, with us in the commentary, but he is with us in the episode. Mm-hmm. Being badass as crap. Dave Morgan playing Macabre Europa Jones. That brief music cue was the voices. Um, you'll hear it again when we get back t- to the Wrigley Field box. I love it. I love it. I, I don't know why I love that so much, but I was just like dancing yeah, to the... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I was glad I found a clean... Uh, sound effect of it because i was like i can't afford to go to a baseball stadium right now and fully some <laughs> baseball sounds and and ganymede really doesn't appear much in this episode no he, he doesn't he does a lot i think you'll notice there's a lot of shifting going on in this organization that ganymede and gats and uriah are a part of yeah um and you know there's a big power shift going on um he's doing a lot in the background that we'll that we'll talk about later Hello, gorgeous. How's your day going? Terry, hi. I love this change. Getting ready for a raid on a heroin cache. How's your day going? Teresa was a big fan of it too. She liked that. It's it's one of those things like you watch The Mentalist, Castle, whatever. You know, somebody picks up a phone, they start talking, and all of a sudden, it, you know, you're on the other side of the scene with the other person on the phone. Yeah. It was a very visual thing in my head, but I think it jumped really, it moved really well to audio, and that's in no small part thing to you. Thanks to you. Thank you. Yay! Um, yeah, at first I, I did not have it scored. Yeah, let's do this thing. But uh, with the music, I thought that really helped that transition using this piece of music. And I wanted the episode to have some light moments, and it wasn't exactly a light, light moment, but, you know, musically, it kind of made it lighter. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, this can't be drama all the time. What kind of finale would that be? <laughs> we need some ups and downs. I think we get enough drama in the second half of the episode. Yeah. Asleep, yeah. Time to wake up now. Come on. The Finches do not fall asleep in the best of places. Sorry, no, I must have just. Mom, you look exhausted. <laughs> Seriously, go home. I don't want to leave. Also, I like that newspaper case. sound. I'll stay with her. Or chair Listen. sound, I should say. Don't drive though. I'm sorry, I was looking at a newspaper. <laughs> um, well, you know the it's it's crazy. Even though like you don't put in every sound effect cue in the script, um, so I try to find ways to and thank you sort of sweeten these scenes with sound effects that you normally don't think about, but they're going to be naturally there. Um, Mm -hmm. So, just the little things that really help make the scene more realistic. Which I really appreciate, because when I write, you know, I'm so... The medium I work with the most, I would say, is stage. So I'm so used to being like, Liza stands and moves across the room, doing this, doing that. And like, I put in the necessary sound effects, but I forget the sounds you make as your butt leaves a chair. Yeah. (laughs) With Uriah out of the way, your cell will need a new command. Danica! I love Danica. And I love this. I'm really glad I found this kind of drone. Because I've used it when Danica was earlier, a couple episodes ago. And it's just it's just so ominous and awesome and just fits. She's so creepy. Mm-hmm. She's so young sounding, but she's got so much control over everybody. Which is hilarious because that's the opposite of what I had in mind originally. Not the opposite, but originally she was a very Sylvia Arkell character. And that was the kind of stuff we put up for the casting call. But we ultimately went with something very, very different. No, but it, it works perfectly. Oh, absolutely. Um, Allison's definitely had one of the biggest effects on the way the character is written. Um, you know, along with 
I think Pete and Jason are also really high up there with, um, you know, changing the way the character is written. Listen, Mr. Europa. Okay, Mr. Europa. Also, there's a taxi driver there. tell us what it is you want? Hmm. He doesn't want is he really a taxi crazy. driver? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Not crazy. Cat sounds is such a good actress. Like crazy. She's like freaking the hell out, and you—it's just—it's awesome. You go, Cat! Yay! Yay, Cat! Come on, let's go! Please don't kill me! I'm sorry. Hooray for seemingly random acts of violence? Question mark. What? Oh oh. Gunshot? What? I love that gunshot sound. I know that's weird, but like, ugh. I love the muffled gunshot sound. It was so cool. Because <laughs> I didn't know what I was expecting. How does a gun sound behind a door? That's how a gun sounds behind a door. Well, basically, just run a few filters and voila. Gunshots. Mm -hmm. What did you see? A lot of stuff. It's nice seeing, um... I mean, we just had a dramatic scene here. We have a lighter scene. It's nice seeing Keith and Jane interact the way they are right now because nice Keith hasn't been very hasn't been Jane's biggest fan this season she reads so no and he's still not really <laughs> no but he's, he's at least you know talking well, to her right now I learned my name exactly the big the, a lot of the things is like when people write teenagers into shows they're like grumpy angry teenager is angry all the time angst <sighs> angst 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 yeah exactly and um hey, Keith so is much more influenced by um oh, of course you know, Molly Quinn's character on Castle, Nathan Fillion's daughter, from Chicago, um, who has arcs and grows oh, as a human no. being. No, I've got what? In the city. Teenagers <laughs> have character development? What? Right. Sorry. Richard Casto's no, back. Don't be. I'm sorry. It's my fault. I've just. As Dr. Brendan Walker. Yes, I should have. Sorry. <laughs> yes. So, so, this is why we're uh, a team, Jack. We we exactly. got we, we got each other's back. Exactly. Uh, this piece of music is called "Already There," and is the lightest piece of music this episode has. As I think this is the lightest scene in the episode. You'll have to repeat that. Sorry. These are two of our good angels of the good and bad angels in this episode, but uh, the bad angels also exist. I can't right. tell you this much, at least. The oh man, Richard had so many um, bloopers in recording this line. Like some of the lines you gave, especially line 147, the ophthalmologist and vitreal retinal surgery. He just was stumbling over those, and he. I'm sorry, Richard. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to apologize to him because he was just. I'm so sorry, brother. Just call me Walker if you don't mind. Okay. I keep trying to write in this one trait where people use words other people don't understand. Liza had it, Walker had it, and I think it's both been kind of phased out of them at this point. Oh, and uh, Mindy found your uh, IC line extremely amu like amusing. Because he's an eye doctor. Oh! He was Mexican. He is Mexican. Whoops. Columbus, Ohio, where I'm from. You know, originally Walker and uh, Velasquez. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> see, bet. he knows Raphael. Um, they were originally from Cincinnati because that's where I was born, but I don't remember much of it. And Teresa was like, there's a much stronger Hispanic community in Columbus. You should probably just stick with that. I'm like, yeah, good plan. 
All right, listen up. We move in, fan out, secure the building. Then start opening the crates of heroin, all right? Ah. I don't need to tell you how dangerous these guys are. Now it be. starts. Mm -hmm. Chuck, you were fractured last month. Ah. Keep your eyes and ears open. Wait for I really like, especially when they you start storming the in, this song just, Always again, this goes with all right, the scene. Move, move, move. <laughs> mm -hmm. Especially the break, the br breaks between the guitar. Oh, so cool. I love the music. I love the clear. I love it all. Okay. See, this the scene in the warehouse in particular was the second thing I thought of when this show started happening. You know, when this show started coming together. The first thing was the first scene with Jane appearing and all the cops coming up and be like, don't move! And all that. And then the whole warehouse thing with Uriah was the second thing. Right. Right. Okay. All right. I'm here. But um, Europa was not originally Macabre Jones. Europa was just another dude. But Dave was such a trooper to work with. And the character of Macabre ended up not being able to go the direction I originally thought he would. So I was like, well, we can merge them. That works. Also, I can't believe I did it. But I didn't. we also didn't want to cast just two people to be Secret Service agents to go, yes, sir. So there's the oh, standing silent characters in the room there. Sorry about that. Well, you hear their footsteps, you know, so... Mm -hmm. <laughs> And that's, not... just, that's one of my pet peeves, and I'm kind of annoyed that it had to get there. But whatever. Well, Secret Service aren't very talkative folks either, so it, it, it works. True. Europa. His name was Macabre. And Io? Pickett. And... What? What is it? Dun-dun-dun! Dun-dun-dun-dun. Harry. Harry Morris. Not Morris, like Lakeisha. It's all coming together. Oh my goodness. So yeah, oh, this song, again, it's the same song from the previous right. warehouse scene. Drink, uh, it's called I'm Not Dreaming. And it's just awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write this down so I can download it. Yeah. I love that what's behind door number one, too. Yeah, that was an ad lib from, from Chris. It was excellent. So, again, it was one of those beautiful... Oh wait, no, never mind. I'm a little I'm a scene earlier. Never mind. I'll I'll go back to my comment in about thirty seconds. <laughs> um this scene I don't have her number the song behind it's called All Mallory. And uh here we've got Jane's buzzing kicking in. Damn it, no signal. Go get one. Right, 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 right. Okay. Okay, so what I was gonna say in the previous <laughs> scene. No, this is this is Wrigleyville. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. So the next one, two, three, four, five scenes, it's got the same song. It was just one of those things where the cheat, the scene changed, went with the music, and I I keep getting into these happy accidents. Um. This is a thousand skins part one, and it just beautifully builds up towards the end of this episode. <laughs> it's simple. With this, huh? this piano at the beginning, but it just builds and builds and builds and builds, just as the episode builds. Now, what it's awesome. You, my dear Senator. Josh Wilford uh, is awesome. <laughs> I love these scene changes so much. They just flow into each other so nicely. Mm -hmm. the heart. Hold on there. I, I also, Europa's really want. creepy. I have connections. Yeah. And is uh, dead. I'm really happy uh, with this sound that's coming uh, up. I'm alive. Oh. 
Thank God for the secret serve. Splash. Blood everywhere. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. <laughs> yes, they're both dead. I, I I like that Ganymede beats up on Macabre a lot. Beat up on Macabre a lot. Who am I speaking to? And we've got uh, Sam Sullivan. Yes, Sam. Being creepy. How the hell did you know that? I love that echo as he starts raising his voice. Mm-hmm. No, that was just a... Chris does such a good job as Raphael. And it's just... All our actors are amazing. And they really brought their A-game for this final episode of the season. These, these last 10 minutes now are just incredible. Are stopping? Mm -hmm. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. I, I really appreciate that Mom, you, you um, humored my rings once, show. twice, thrice, answered on the fourth ring. <laughs> Well, it is a suspenseful part. Yes. So, and I did, I did play with using only one or two rings, and just, it just didn't fit. The three rings really works. And Tom Spitzer, you're so evil. Listen to you, you're so evil. Ah. All right. So, this final scene. Um. So, before we talk anything else. Um, the part I wanted to use by her side because mainly the driving, uh, strings part of the song, I've always wanted to use that in an episode. We did use it in the preview trailer to the show. Um, but I knew come on, come on, come on. I needed move. to find a part because it's such a Jeez, good part of the show. I'm like, I can't just use it for a trailer. I have to use it, use it in the episode. And I've actually tried every episode this season to find a part for it. And it never, ever, ever, ever fit. Lo and behold, for this final scene, it goes perfectly. No, 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 no. So it was just you bastard, you trapped them this in part of the song. Clark, get out of here. There is no way in hell I'm going to... Get out of here now, Nathan. I can't... I, I originally wanted it for our uh, monologue, just and it just didn't fit with Jane's monologue. So I'm really glad that it, I finally found a place where it fit, and it just it just worked out. gonna die anyway you're really evil by the way for the way you end the season <sighs> i'm like sitting here i've got my hands up in the air i'm just ah i cannot believe this worked out as well as it did ah. and i really it took me a long time but I really tweak the hell of this part of the song because I wanted it to be as haunting as possible. So I, I dropped out the instruments. You hear them barely. And I added an echo. With the emphasis on kill tonight. It's like, awesome. <laughs> ah. Season two is coming. Thank you guys very much for sticking around. Um, oh, I haven't sung yet. 
Life used to be so good to me till I started slipping in and out of reality. Featuring the voice talent okay. <laughs> Susan as Jane, Liz but yes, go ahead. I was gonna say, also, it being the season finale, and I kind of really wanted to draw draw out the ending. Uh, you heard the beginning of uh, this song rather than cutting it into the where I usually cut into. So, Jason R. Wallace Um, seriously though, thank you, everybody who's been on the show so far this season. We've had like. 35 or 40 people of hands so far. We've had a ton of listeners reach out and tell us how much fun they've had. I cannot believe you're all enjoying this as much as I am. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back in three months with more hopefully really awesome stuff coming your way. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Susan, Liza, Pete, Chris, and Chris, Jason, James, everybody else involved with the show. And you just called Lynn Liza. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lynn, you two are the same. Oh. <laughs> Lynn, I love you. <laughs> yes, what Jack said, he couldn't have put it better. Uh, we really have a phenomenal cast, and it's been such a ride, wild ride working on the show, and can't wait for next season. Um, Dave and I are excited. Dave will be coming back as an assistant director. So we have lots of awesome things planned for season two. So while you wait, go ahead and give season one another listen to. Now that you have heard this episode. Yes, there are references you missed, hopefully. Or, you know, not that you hopefully missed stuff, but hopefully things will make more sense to you now. Yes, for sure. Created by Jack Cox. And um, thank you for listening. Uh, let us know your thoughts. This was the season finale. Uh, we would love to hear your thoughts and what you thought of the episode, what you thought of the season. Um, yeah, let us know. Yeah, you can find us on Twitter at I'm at at J A Y T E E S E E. And I'm at Anna R 1288 Anna with two N's. Uh, that Twitter, and then of course there's a pendant Facebook page, the Facebook page, the Tumblr, the pendant. Twitter account, just reach out to us. We will find your comments. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you in three months. Bye.